All right, here we are. First episode of Brewing Up a Conversation. Here with my buddy Tyler Mu- Musmech. Mushmack. It was a I've always one. called you Mush just because that's what I meant. Yeah, it's a lot easier that way. <laughs> um, so yeah, the point of Brewing Up a Conversation is we take a sip of a drink every time we start one, and it is the guest's favorite drink, whether it be coffee, wine, beer, supplements, or whatever. And today, Tyler chose some Starbucks. So tell us about what you uh what you got for us. It's a coffee, a regular one, medium roast with heavy cream and white mocha. All right, so this is gonna be Get first first taste here of this thing. Let's see how this goes. Not not bad, but there was some turmoil at the Starbucks to, to get the drink. Yeah. <laughs> Poor thinking, Trent. Probably not yeah. getting his coffee. Yeah, Trent didn't get his coffee. Um you think the app would make it easier to get a drink, but so what makes you uh enjoy this? Why is this your go to? Um even though I worked at a coffee shop for three years, I hated coffee. Uh, which was weird, and then I finally just started drinking it um, because the white mocha makes it so sweet, but not an overbearing amount, if that makes sense. Yeah, it smells like a donut. Well, yeah. A <laughs> but and that you would think that it tastes a lot sweeter with that smell, but... True, true. It's pretty balanced. So, I think at, we've talked... I mean, we've been friends forever, right? Like, Yeah, coming up on, what, 15 years, maybe? Oh, is it that long? I think it was think so. sophomore year of high school. We're over 10 for sure. For sure, for sure. But yeah, we met in Guild Wars 1. Recruit me to a guild. What was the guild yeah. called? Bros before pros. Bros before pros. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for those of you that aren't familiar with that, you had to have a little <laughs> guild tag. And uh, it's like how people knew what it was. And it was DDDS. Or don't do dumb shit. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. That's hilarious. Yeah. Ever since then, we just kind of hit it off, and we've been best friends. I mean, we live several states away. Several Got states. Hang out a few years Multiple. ago. That was awesome. But yeah, that was pretty pretty cool. I did get happy. sick on our trip up there, though. Well, you should have flown. Yeah. Well, not like the trip up there, but while we were there. I, I got a pretty bad headache. I think there's something in the air where you probably live. the cookout. I just probably the cookout. <laughs> Your first time cookout, first time cookout experience is always a rough one. <laughs> yeah, they had that watermelon. Um, what was milkshake? that? Yeah, the watermelon milkshake. Yeah, you're not supposed to mix that. Like, that's not a. Well, yeah, I had. I probably had like four of them in the two days we were there. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so it checks out why you didn't cook uh, That was probably it. <laughs> yeah, being honest with each other. Um, but yeah, we've known each other for a long time seen seen each other through quite a few ups and downs through life um but yeah tell everybody since i know you super well but not a lot of other people do tell everyone a little bit about yourself and just so everyone knows this has not been really prepared at all this is right off the rip for the first episode so uh, uh he has not he has not been uh what's the word groomed i haven't been media say. trained yet yeah <laughs> all right so hit uh hit everybody with who you are and what you do a little bit about yourself I'm Tyler. Um, I write. Used to work at a bookstore and coffee shop. Uh, I like wearing hats. And yep. I like hanging out with my boy Chris. Oh, talking yeah. about our dreams. Talking about our dreams. Always dreaming. Yeah. Um, that was very short and sweet for I mean, how much you've done. Modest I mean, also. Huh? Modest and humble too. Yeah, that, that was. Um so dive into the writing part because yeah i guess just... i guess it would be easier to talk about the things i've done instead of myself because i mean i guess i never really talk about myself because i write other things like fantasy is usually what i write like ya yeah. fantasy like um dragons and magic and things <laughs> which is far different from me <laughs> So, uh, you've written essentially two novels within the same world you've created. Yeah. Um, and you've written another, you've written another short story. 
And yeah, a, a couple short stories, a couple like one-off stories that um that don't follow any kind of trilogy or type deal. Well, so I think in, the biggest in total maybe like five projects. Yeah. So name them. Which ones are they? Uh, it would be Pariahs, which would be the the YA fantasy, uh, the book two for that. Uh, the the Lady of Ice short story. Um, the Seven Deadly Sins, Seven Lively Friends type with the uh, sins living in the apartment. That one's so good. And then um something, it not the card game but Swarm, where it's kind of a post apocalyptic world. Oh. Um, where like eggplant, not eggplant. Uh, <laughs> yeah, eggplants take yeah, over. Post apocalyptic eggplant world. <laughs> well, they they use a fruit as a currency because the the world's destroyed. Okay, and okay. So it's harder to grow them. It makes a lot more sense instead of just saying eggplants. Cool. So yeah, five. That's that's impressive, and I mean these are like the prize one and two is pretty robust. I mean we're talking like thick like lord of the rings style like novels not yeah not not that thick i, I don't know their, yeah i don't know their word counts but um i'm probably at like 80 or 90k for for prize one i think Which lord of the rings sweet. is probably like 120 130 minimum it's pretty close pretty close it's only like i, I only like three I, or four pages i i couldn't if i changed my writing style to the way he wrote them I could easily get there, but so what are what's the words. difference? Like, what's the difference between like the writing style that you use for Pariahs, for instance, or anything else, versus <clears throat> someone like Tolkien or anyone of that, like C.S. Lewis or someone like that? Well, I so when he started writing those books, um, they were actually written in the newspaper, and the higher the word count he had the like the more money he would make so it he was encouraged to you know describe things a lot more in depth and just find a lot more words to use which which is why you know old stories like that are so long it's because that that's how the writing started out and um it just carried over into the genre which is why peter jackson made like four hour long films right (laughs) it's because the longer it was the the more you make essentially yeah but i just I, I just don't write like that i i focus a lot more on the characters um instead of you know the weight of that coffee cup yeah the, i'm not gonna spend detail. i'm not gonna spend seven se- sentences on that yeah i mean he wrote he made like several languages like he's kind of the forefather yeah. of a lot of fantasy and, and you know that that's just not something that i would s- spend so much time on I mean, your character development is pretty, pretty in depth. I mean, it's definitely. I, I think so. Yeah, yeah that, that's awesome. that's the most important part to me is the characters. Yeah. Because as as long as the characters are good, I find that people are gonna attach themselves to the story anyway. Definitely you know, through the character. All right, so let's move. That's a good segue into kind of like what we talked about for the whole topic of this thing is. Like, being creative as a man, how you became creative, why you were creative, and what has that done for you? I know it's a lot to unpack, but we got yeah. plenty of time. We got a, I got a whole coffee here, so... Uh, yeah, don't let it get cold either. Uh, uh, sorry. <laughs> um, um, so, go dive into that. Tell everybody kind of uh, as much as you want to go into detail about how sure. you how you got into this. Just the whole deal. What's um, the whole deal? Just get into all of it. Oh, do it. Let's do it. Um, I feel like I was lucky enough to like be born with the talent that I have, and I wasn't. I didn't just you know like become creative or anything. Um, it was definitely always there, but what really brought it out of me was um, you know, a few years ago when I wasn't so well off mentally, and uh, I I turned to um. Uh, drugs and substances for for a while and uh, a a good couple years actually where it just it wasn't a good lifestyle to have but that's 
kind of how I coped with things at the time. But, um, and it was actually pariahs that kind of pulled me out of that because I, I had this idea for a story and I got really invested in it. And I realized that I, I couldn't dedicate myself to it as much as I needed to because of, you know, all of the drugs and the, the headspace that using them put me in. Yeah. So uh, it just, it was difficult to give the story the attention that it needed. And I found myself, you know, doing drugs and drinking less and less as I was getting more and more into the world building and creating the story until eventually I, I was ready to write and, uh, I still couldn't because I kind of crippled myself with the substance abuse. And um, I was fortunate enough to be able to recognize that and stop completely because I was so immersed in starting the story that I was ready to write. And I, I feel like not too many people, regardless of whatever their reasons are, I feel like not too many people are actually able to, even if they recognize it, not, you know, pull themselves out of it so yeah. easily. And not to say it was easy, but to just stop cold turkey. Um, so I was actually, I feel really fortunate that I do have uh, the ability to write the way I do. Because it, you know, if if I didn't do that, and I didn't have the the ability um you know who knows what would have happened yeah i mean first off that's yeah i just go back to thinking about like dude we it is yeah, so crazy. because because yeah. we we were friends during that time too yeah yeah and, and i remember that was yeah. right out of high school ish um mm. graduated same year um me and you just hit it off we just like clicked and i remember yep. like giving you like we traded phone numbers like we add each other on facebook you saw me some like picture of me holding a young life sign and we just clicked after that um yeah. i remember we thought we we're gonna end up at the same young life camp that year too for the summer yeah and that was just that. gonna be the biggest thing that, yeah that um, was like the highlight it's like this dude i met playing guild wars we're gonna be at the same camp it's gonna yeah. be hilarious and for people who don't know what guild wars is it's basically mm. like if your parents wouldn't pay for a subscription to play world of warcraft you went to guild wars, you had guild wars yeah <laughs> it's like a step up from runescape um <laughs> but it, it was off topic a little bit that that fantasy world we immersed ourselves in we got lost in and that kept us out of a lot of things during our high school years like that that world is awesome that world still yeah. is awesome that's a legendary story met, met a lot of really cool people playing yep. the game Oh, definitely. Um, yeah, it, it is. It is crazy. Um, but I remember I was graduating high school. You had gone off to university, right? You had, you had gone yeah. right to university. Mm -hmm. I was at a community college and I remember us talking and we stayed in touch probably like we caught up like every month or something like yeah, that. Pretty, consistently. Yeah. Yeah. And you were kind of like, I think you were almost like afraid to like say anything to me about it but at the same I, time you could find some refuge because like we had I, never that, i definitely was at first you know because it, it's easy to talk about now you know yeah that is that it's in the past and i i've grown and learned from it but at the time uh i mean it's not something to be proud of yeah i mean i was listening to other podcasts this morning that's like going through that though like that's uh that's character development yeah like, i mean honestly it, in, in your personal life um and i'm, man, I'm kind I of being... i'm glad that i was able to go through it i i wish i didn't have to like in that way yeah but I, it's it's i mean i learned a lot about myself i learned a lot of patience with other people um I, just remember, I remember being so freaked out and so worried about you man like yeah what's going on my buddy dude how do i how do i help like i just want to like fly down there and i've never known a plane before but i want to fly down there and just be like pull you out of it and right. just put you in a better position and, and i'm glad it that probably Riley... didn't help that i'm not the best uh texter 
or <laughs> responder either because you know when you know i'm gonna like go out and do something and then don't answer for a few days it's probably not the uh oh yeah probably not the best feeling shout out to maurice bro if you're listening to this when you freak me out thinking that tyler died because he didn't text me for like two days yeah sorry yeah. for calling you in the movies bro <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um false alarm yeah yeah i mean he's another guy you grew up with maurice i met maurice gaming as well and yeah it's cool because you have that like that's what's so beautiful about gaming is that if you looked at us like in school, we were closet nerds because like gaming was not cool. No, back not in, in like the mid two thousands, like and even early teens. Now it's like, oh, you don't game, but you're a loser. Like it's yeah. kind of weird. It's kind of it's definitely like developed into like its own culture. Over oh, for sure. I think Twitch has so. been a big thing of that. Yeah, definitely. But what, one of the big things from the pandemic is it kind of shined a light on on that, and people are a lot more open with it now. For sure. But it was just cool that we had all, we had this common denominator that like just, we all played games and we're all so different, but we could just be friends because of this. Right. Um, but getting back to, to this, yeah, I remember being so freaked out and so worried. I'm like, this is one of my best friends. And our, yeah, ever since we've met, we've had long phone calls, whether one of us is driving somewhere, or even right, yeah. even still to this day, like, We'll talk on the phone for like four hours, just right. talk about our dreams or just doing whatever, like just hanging out, just hanging out the, the, the best way we can, you know, four yeah. or five states apart. Exactly. But I feel like with society today, I feel like it's suppressed men's creativity in a sense, like society doesn't want men to be creative anymore. And maybe that, that might be a hot take, mm. but um, I don't know. I mean, we kind of talked about this a while back. We did, yeah. I I'm unsure if it's if it's not that society doesn't want men to be creative. I I I do think though that it's kind of commonplace for that to be pushed aside a lot more for the things that society does expect from men. Why do you think that is? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> I, yeah. I I guess just up until this point, men have kind of needed or been forced into specific roles that don't necessarily allow creativity to flourish. And now that's just how things are. And yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's a good and a bad thing. I mean, it's bad because, I mean, men, men are and can be creative. Yeah, and that's there's definitely a place for you know creative men, but it's good, I would say, because it it does set a specific structure for a guy to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not necessarily the only structure, but it is definitely the the one that people default to when they think of, I guess, what a man should do or provide creativity just isn't one of those things so do you think the being creative i mean it goes deeper than just writing or yeah something it's like literally anything like if if we if we as human beings weren't creative nothing we wouldn't have anything we wouldn't be able to do this like someone made this someone made this this really cool flicky flat keyboard i hope i just didn't turn off the thing this is my first time using the software but that would have been hilarious (laughs) that would have been pretty funny um but like we're meant to dream like i think i think that's where we're i think that might be the right way to say it and not just men like everyone is almost suppressed to dream like especially the go to college go to college get a degree get a job get a house have a family and all those things are great but and there's there's nothing wrong with wanting those things either Exactly. I mean, but there's not a one, there's not one path. There's not one single right. path to do any of that. Right. And I think that's, that might be a way too, because I mean, you had writing to pull you out of a situation that was right very far from ideal. <laughs> yeah. Um, it wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. I mean, you could even use the, use the term that being creative saved your life to an extent. I, it, de- it definitely did. If yeah. I didn't have that thing to when I could 
you know, spend time on it. If I didn't have that and was just a little bit more idle, I mean, with the headspace I was in at the time, I, I truly don't know what could have happened or what, what I may have done just because I was bored or had something else to do or nothing else to do rather. Yeah. So I, I would definitely say that being being able to write uh, did, or I guess have that creative, um, being able to turn to writing. Uh, yeah, definitely saved me. 100%. So what's your process to like, when you are getting into being more of a writer and when you transition like, hey, I'm done doing this because I'm pretty sure you just, you know, like you said, you just stopped. You're like, I'm still dabbling this. I'm done. Like there's no weaning myself off. There's nothing. I'm done with this because I have to do this because this is, this is ultimately like who I am as a person. This is what the value I want to bring to society and the world. And it's, it's this, and I have to do it. Nothing else can stop me. Um, I, I don't, I didn't really understand the question. I think I know what you're going for. Um, I just, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I, might, I might, I might answer a completely different question, but go ahead. I, um, I kind of lost myself asking that as well. Story of my life. <laughs> um, well, I, I had always, you know, thought of stories and I, I knew that, uh, what, whatever happened, if, you know, if I was able to, I'd, I would tell stories and I just had this idea for this one, one day. And, um, I can't really speak on anyone else's writing process cause it's all different, but, for, but how I, how I started for pariahs was I literally just wrote down like plot points, like this person does this, this happens here, uh, on sticky notes. And I just stuck them on my wall in the order that I thought sounded good. And eventually I had like 60 sticky notes just in a line on my wall and I would move them around. It's like, no, the story would flow better if it did this. And after that, I was like, well, I kind of need to flesh this out a little more. So I did some research, made actual people instead of having character A and character B. I gave them names and personalities. And uh, one day I, I just wanted to... um to like start the story. I feel like I had everything I needed to um to make it, you know, 60 sticky notes into 30 chapters. Yeah. And um I was finding it really difficult to actually do it because um it, it was it was a lot of dedication to like sit down and actually just, you know, write hundreds of words at a time. And I like took a look at myself that I needed. It's like, you can't write when you're like this. So you can't be like this anymore. Like yeah. if you, if you truly want to write, then you got to give it up. And well, so I, think, I convinced that, myself to do that. That's a pretty like overall practical application. Everyone can do, right? Like if you have a dream, right. make sticky notes of it, like write down what you want start to slowly make like inch by inch, brick by brick, build something. And that's exactly what you did on your, on your wall. Like, how cool is that? I, I would love yeah, to see. I, I guess I never really looked at it that way. It's like, I, I really did just keep taking baby steps until it was like, until I was like, Oh, time to go. And then I went. Yeah. Huh. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it is. I never even thought think, of it that way. I think that's the way everyone needs to look at it. Like, cause you wanted to get out of your situation. Like I said, you wanted to cut out what was blocking that. Right. But in order to do that, you couldn't just write it. I mean, I guess you could just write a novel straight up, but it wouldn't be to your liking because it wasn't right. all fleshed out. So you just had to start. And how did you start? Like post-it notes. On yeah, wall. Just a literal sticky note on the wall for sticky note. Number one, it's like, well, this happens. And then I just needed to figure out what was before it and what was after it. And I just kept building until I felt like I had a, a coherent story. How and long then, did that take? Um, from sticky notes to writing? Or just like from, yeah, that. And then also from like the inception of you you writing that to you finishing that, the prior one that I've read. And it's amazing. So the the very first thought at all i had i was actually at work making a pizza at papa john's and I, and 
I would and I would just told my coworker, I'm like, hey, would you read a story that like this was the premise? So yeah, that sounds pretty cool. I'm like, <laughs> all right, great. And then I went home, <laughs> and uh, I'm like, all right, so this is this is all I got, and I wrote that on a sticky note. And then from that first, you know, thought of it, it probably took maybe seven months or so, one sticky note at a time. Um, And then in in between them all, I was also looking up, you know, like just doing whatever research I felt I needed to do or could do even um, about. Like what? Just... I mean, most YA or fantasy books in general take place in a specific time period or base a lot of things off a specific time period. So I was, I was looking up things um, of, I I forget what it's called, but it's some close to the Dark Age European type. Um, like medieval type stuff? Yeah, medieval is probably the best word to use for that. <laughs> runescape uh, esque yeah, <laughs> um and then just i i had some naming systems that i wanted to use for instance a, a lot of the people who live in the in the desert area are named after egyptian gods just because i thought it sounded cool the, what about uh you want to tell them about the the world as a whole yeah. is named after onions <laughs> Because it well, when you say that, it's like Cause, oh, cause, it's named after onions. Have layers like Shrek, yeah. There's well, layers to your story. Well, because people, well, that yeah, that that's a nice little pun. But when <laughs> when you say that in itself, no, like no one takes it seriously. They're like, oh, it's like a book, like it's it's for comedic effect. That it's named after onions. But it was because I thought I thought of a word in allium. A L L I U M. I and I thought it sounded cool, and I googled that because I wanted that to be the name of my world, and that's a like a genus of onion, and <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, let's let let's just dive into this. I got nothing else. Going I'm just on. gonna roll with it. <laughs> and I I got nothing else to do except drugs, and I'm not doing that. So, <laughs> so I went on like a Wikipedia rabbit hole of looking up allium. And it actually turns out there's a lot of cool words, like cool types of onion names under the allium <laughs> genus or species. And I I just use those words for the for the town names. And well, it worked out pretty well. It does sound cool. Yeah, it does. And I I I truly thought that I just made that word up, and I was so devastated when it was an actual word already that that was probably like. Well, it's my word now too, so I'm gonna use it. I might as well use all the other onion words, <laughs> and it just so happened to to not sound bad, so I I kept doing it. So when it comes to all the writing, we've talked about this so many times with both of us b- being very creative and visionary type people. Um, when we take action, sometimes I think it kind of be hard, like. For instance, yeah, doing definitely. this podcast, right? Like coming up with something random. It's like, what are people going to think about it? Whatever. I'm talking to my boy right here. So this is, I'm just hanging out. Like I'm having a good time and someone else will hopefully find value out of this. I find loads of value out of it, but. Or, or at least just have fun listening to it. Exactly. Exactly. Which I guess would um, be value. Yeah. Yeah. It's entertainment. Um, but we have a lot of blocks, like a lot of, what do you want to call it? Writer's block, creative block, whatever you yeah. want to call it definitely um what is your biggest method to get past that like what do you do to bust past a wall of writer's block to keep going and and not just to i I know you you never just write just to write like you'll be like yeah i'm not writing for like a week because it just it's not it's not happening it's not flowing the way i want it to i'm not building it the way i want and i i wish i was better about that actually because um i don't know how it is for other people but for me where like where I am is really important to my writing like if I go to the library and somebody's sitting in my spot that I usually write in then it's <laughs> it's so much I have such a less productive day and I I don't know why but that's 
that's like really important to me for some reason. Uh, and I wish I could just like sit down and like if I had time and just like pull out a notepad and keep writing. But it, it's just it's just not like that for me. I, I wish it was. I've been trying to be better about it. Do you wear the same clothes every time you write? I, I, I like usually I would. usually will bring the same jacket. Yeah. Oh yeah, and same I have I have it. like a specific. I get it's kind of like a pregame ritual where like I like take off my watch and like put my wallet down in like a specific order in a specific spot of the table. It's it's like really weird if someone watched me do it like more than once and they're like and they figure out that like <laughs> I just do it that way every time. It would it would seem really weird probably. I mean, it sounds kind of weird. Not gonna lie, but I get it. Yeah. It's ritual. We all have I, them. I'm used I'm used to it though. I I've done it hundreds of times. And because, like, I, I guess I just did it one day and then wrote really well. And, like, subconsciously, it was just like, hey, do that every single time. Well, that's healthier than me being like, oh, I had a really good day. What did I do? I drank three monsters and I talked on the phone so well. And I was so productive and I locked up X amount of deals. So yeah. obviously it was the monsters. Yeah. Let me keep running yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'll keep. Keep taking off the the watch and putting the wallet in the same spot. That sounds right. pretty healthy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot a lot healthier option probably. Yeah, but as, as for writer's block, um, I, that's a tough one. I I guess the way I see it is it's not so much that I have a block. It's that I'll I'll write maybe a paragraph or so, and just kind kind of glance back over it. And it won't be up to par with what what I'm used to writing, and that'll kind of mint like I'll block myself because I, I'm just thinking, oh, that this like you can do better than this. That that wasn't a good paragraph. You should just rewrite that. Um, gotcha. And and then I get in my own head, and it 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 affects my writing. And sometimes I just stop altogether. But a lot of the time. I can talk myself out of it because uh, I'm I'm used like I I I know how creative I can be and yeah. how how I can write and it's easy to forget that not everyone has that ability so like my yeah. what I would consider my bad writing may be beyond what someone else could even do and not to say that I'm so great at it or they're so bad at it, but not everyone can just sit down and write part of a story from nothing. Yeah. And it's it's easy to forget that sometimes because I'm so used to being able to do it that on the days where I struggle with it or can't do it, um, I, I get kind of hard on myself and, and block and block myself mentally. So, I mean, you, you've worked past that. You've obviously written so much. Right. Right. Like you've gotten past that. So is it just time? Like, is it just like a clearer mental state you need to be in? Like what mm. needs to happen? I, I, it's more of an ongoing battle. So some mm. days I'll get past it. Some days it gets past me. Um, Like, obviously, you have to get over it to completely finish, like, writing an entire novel. Yeah. But there's still days now where I sit down to write, and, like, the things come out, just not, not in the way that I want. And it'll, I guess, it gets the best of me. Yeah. So, so it, it's kind of... It, yeah, it's just an ongoing thing. Some days are better than others, but writing at all um, may get past it. Like I'll be having kind of kind of a rough time, but maybe I'll write like two really good senses in a row, and just see it and kind of be, tell myself like, "Oh, just just keep doing do it like that." Obviously, <laughs> two and then I and then I do, and then after two senses, all of a sudden I'm two or three thousand words in for the day yeah now you were doing that um what's that challenge in november not no, no, no shape, 
Yeah, yeah. iPod Nano, yeah. Yeah, iPod Nano, yeah. It's uh, uh, so in every November, there's there's this website called NaNoWriMo, and kind of the challenge is to get fifty thousand words down just in the month of November. Which fifty thousand words in a few like a few months is hard, mm. but that the the point of the challenge isn't to if you don't get fifty thousand words you fail. It's to encourage you to write as much as possible whereas at the end of the month you've pushed yourself so much and even if you get 20,000 yeah that's less than half but you got 20,000 words out in 30 days yeah which is a huge accomplishment in itself yeah i i i mean i've read prize one have I read any prize two i don't think you sent me any prize two no ju- just one i i may have sent you a couple a couple of missing things that I wanted to add in to okay. one but I don't I don't think I've sent you anything for two so and where you're at with at least prize one that one is the most complete correct yeah I I would say it is as far as the story goes it's a hundred percent complete but but, st- but the stages of it to become published and out on a bookshelf where where are the, you at oh there's so there's so much more um I would I would have to edit it a few times myself to make sure everything makes sense. Um, I'd have to send it to at least one, may- maybe a couple, unprofessional um, editors, and then I would have to send it to an ideally an agent who kind of has more pull than I would. Um, sending it to publishing houses. And then hope that one of them thinks they can make enough money off of it to uh, to carry it. Okay. Or I, I could go the self-publishing route, which would kind of cut out those last two things. But would... Make it harder to sell, I guess, right? Right. It, it would be more work for me, which mm-hmm. I, I don't mind. But the reason I would want to go with traditional publishing is they they can get it on shelves they they would have a much higher or farther reach than me and that's the goal i I would if it was the same popularity regardless if i self-publish or traditionally published uh, i would make a lot more money self-publishing but that's not that's not why i'm doing it i I want as many people to read it as possible um because that's the goal yeah definitely the more people that read it, the more people that'll like it. Yeah. So what are your plans with the Pariah world? Yeah. How cold is that coffee, dude? I don't think it's too cold. It's definitely not warm. It's growing on me. Maybe it's just yeah. like it's dulling my taste buds. So I'm sure they didn't make this right. The, what, I, what I've noticed about Starbucks, um, having worked in a coffee place myself. Because you're a they, coffee they, No. A little bit. I've I've noticed that about myself. We'll get to that later. But um, I really try not to be, but I, I am one. I don't think they mix their coffees, like, fully. What do you mean? So, when, when you put, because we got white mocha. Uh, white mocha is really heavy, and even if you put it in last, which I think they put it in first, but even if you do put it in last, it's going to go all the way to the bottom. And if you don't mix it, it's kind of going to sit there. And like the coffee will absorb its flavor, but it won't be mixed. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. It's like if, if you're like marinating chicken and you just rub it on there, that's kind of what they're doing. Where, whereas if you like, if it if it sits in the marinade for like six hours, it's going to taste better. All right, I'm going to go in there and say, don't you rub that white chocolate on my coffee. Yeah, that, that's what they're <laughs> doing. They're just, they're just rubbing it in, but they don't stir it. Because it's faster not to stir it, and they're all and they're super busy, and like I get it, but also you're making a worse drink. Well, so. yeah, you. I mean, you were on the phone with me. I was in the drive-through for like ten minutes. Yeah, they the quick, and they had to make you and Clint's drinks really fast, <laughs> so they probably didn't stir it. So yeah, the reason not. it tastes better now is because you're getting more of the white mocha as you get Let closer to the bottom. Do a little, little stirring of it. Um. <clears throat> Kind of lost where we're at on that, but I think we're. No, I'm I still on the coffee gonna... thing. So 
man, these people just these people. I I don't know what it is, but I I went from not liking coffee like three years ago to be like I can only drink specific coffees now because so many people just I I don't know I don't know what they do. There there's three things in this cup and it just doesn't it doesn't taste as good as it should. And I don't know if that's me knowing, you know, how to barist or like. Oh, is that yeah. a verb? Is that I, actually a verb? It is now. It it probably it is. is. <clears throat> but um. To barist. To yeah, to barist. <laughs> but they just I don't, I don't know if they're using bad beans or or they don't keep their milk cold enough. But it's just it's not good. This, I mean, this one's fine, but you are a coffee snob. I mean, well, you've me, definitely so every you've week. Become one. Every, yeah, yeah, I have. I I didn't think so, but a few weeks ago I noticed it because of one specific situation, and now I'm going to get into it. So a new yep. coffee place opened. <laughs> oh man, I'm about I'm I'm going to get heated. All right, let's get it. I want to see you get a little mad. If you don't slam, if you don't slam that headset down, I, I oh, maybe not that mad. I, I might do it. Who knows. <laughs> So every every week, me and my friend, um, usually on Thursdays, we go get coffee at at a new, at, at a local place, just wherever we feel like going. Mm-hmm. And a new place opened up a couple of weeks ago, and um, so we went and tried it. Obviously, when when we got there, they don't have a menu when you get there, so you have to look it up online. Which that's that's strike one. Like, what if that's kind of weird. How like how are you gonna know? You just pull up. There's no thing to look at. Like how would you know? But that's not my issue. Do you know what a what a cafe au lait is? Excuse me. Like is that a, a camel? Ca- a cafe. <laughs> yeah. Right, so a cafe <laughs> au lait. It's um. No, that sounds it, like something in Spain. When they like chase the, when they get the bulls with the red things. Yeah. The so, the, the the red things. I sound so educated. Capes. Public perhaps? school system failed me. Huh? So, a, a cape, a red cape. Yep. Um. So Cafe Ole is French for coffee with milk. And okay. having worked at a coffee place, I just kind of thought that was common knowledge. Because, you know, when you're in that world, everyone knows what that means. Because you work there, you know what it means. If they order it, they know what it means. And it's just half coffee, half steamed milk. That's it. Um. So I, I ordered that, and they didn't know what it was. And so I, I explained it, which, you know, to their to their credit, it's a new place. They just they just hired, you know, people who apply. They might not be into coffee, and they just wanted a job. And I understand that. So I explained it to them. Uh, and I was trying to be, you know, not rude about it because I didn't want to be that customer. I didn't want to be the coffee snob. Uh-huh, here he is. I can't hear it. Here it is. Here it is. So I told them, oh, you know, it's just ha- instead of a full cup of coffee, it's just half of that and the other half is steamed milk. And they they said they couldn't sell me that because they didn't have it. Which they have caught. Co- and I looked up their, their menu. It's not on the menu. It's just half. They have regular coffee. And to make every other drink, you have to steam the milk. It's just those two things. And so they just said they couldn't charge you because they like don't have like on the register or something like that. No, like they said they didn't have the ability. They couldn't make it. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, and so it it was a big like kerfuffle. Like four <laughs> four people came and talked to me about it, and finally the manager came out and he said, "All you know, our drinks are espresso based." Like telling me that I didn't know what I was talking about, and like coffee and express, like just a brewed coffee and express are different things. Like I understand that. I'm just I'm just trying to make sure that you know you can just make half a cup of coffee and the rest is just steamed milk. Like you don't have to say you can't make it. Like you you make it for literally every drink. It's just not with espresso in it. So they they said they had nothing but espresso. I don't, well, no, because they had regular coffee, mm. and it was just you just—it's like half of both. Of, it's literally the easiest thing to make, except for a cup of coffee. And they're te- and they're, you're telling me you can't make it? Oh boy, was I heated! 
<laughs> so what did you do? Did you get back there and make it yourself? No, I just got a latte and sucked it up. What kind of latte? Plain? Just, just yeah, just plain because I, I just wanted a plain OA, and they're like, it's gonna be stronger this way. And in my mind, I was like, well, that's why I wanted it the other way because I didn't want it to be as strong. I think you're the one that told me that the lighter. But you're, the... But you're gonna gaslight me. I'm sorry. You're gonna gaslight me <laughs> and say that like it's like oh we we don't know what that is. And sure, not not everyone knows what a what an OLA is. But we, I mean, we're in Louisiana, where like every other person speaks like coon ass French. So to not to work at a coffee place and not know Ole in Louisiana is just it was so weird to me. I, I was just I was so mad. I made a, I made a Facebook post about it. That's how mad I was. I probably liked it. Most whenever you post a Facebook status, like I, I need to get it set up so I get a notification. So you get a notification. Always something pretty funny. Yeah, I don't. I usually don't put anything that like a normal coherent person would think of on there, which, which is why I think so many people resonated with it. They're like, Oh, like a normal thought. Let's, let's read this. I mean, it, it's true. I, I, I put some wild things on the internet. So you're the one that told me, right. That the lighter, the coffee, the, the higher, the caffeine, like constant, concentration or content is well, or it's, it's more of a right? flavor thing so you lie to me no i, I would never lie to you <laughs> oh god but except for that except yeah, for the, the time you're talking about coffee colors the the, <laughs> the the uh the lighter the roast the the i guess the the lighter the flavor there was have to do with caffeine what do you mean anything you told me like the lighter the roast the more caffeine was in it or has that just been a placebo for me now that you, I think you've told me that? And I think I'm like, what? Drinking... all right, whatever. I've like told people that. Like, yeah, my buddy works at a coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> he told me the lot of the You're just saying this random thing. Yeah, like, oh, this guy's super knowledgeable about coffee roast colors. And so, yeah, he said coffee dark. actually makes you taller, too. So I'm <laughs> Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so you've just been telling everybody that, and they're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. That was, that was a good one. That was a good one. Um, well, I, the last point I want to touch on about the creative stuff is like, <clears throat> what are for you personally, yeah. what are some of the biggest hurdles, the biggest fears you've had of with your, you know, vehicle of creativity being writing? What are some of the biggest fears that you've had that you've had to overcome? And what, I mean, the fears you still face, how are you overcoming them now? Um, and why have you not published your book yet so everyone can read it? <laughs> it's, it, it's always going to be in the back of my mind. A lot of the times in the front of my mind, um, <laughs> it, if it's good enough for other people to read it for, for me, I'm, I'm hypercritical of myself uh, when it comes to writing. So if if I think it isn't good enough in any way, then I I feel like no one should read it because it's it's just going to be the worst thing on the planet. Um, because I I feel that it isn't up to my own standards, which is it's good and bad because I I want to have high standards for myself so I can you know make the make the best stories possible. Yeah. But it definitely hinders me a lot because if I think it's not good enough, you know, all the time, then I'll just, I'll, I'll never get it all out or I'll never, I'll never publish it because I won't want people to read it. Yeah. Because if they read it and then they think it's not good enough and they think I don't have the ability, then, you know, what am I really doing? Though. Sorry. How are you combining so, it? And that, that, that's why I guess I haven't pushed as hard as I need to to get it published and like take the steps required because I'll, I'll see bits and parts of it that <clears throat> aren't to my standard and I, I don't know how to get it there. But I feel like that goes back to that not everyone can 
do what I've done, like yeah. writing wise. And that because my, my standards for that are so high, they like, they don't need to be because what I think is, you know, piss poor for myself, everyone else may think that it's like really good. And, that, and that's just another, you know, get in my own head type thing. And I, I feel like I, I should kind of be over that to some extent at this point, because every single person that I've shown it to has thought it was pretty great. Yeah, and it is. And, well, you know, art is subjective. But I, I, I feel like as the person who, like, made it, um, I'm just I'm just a lot closer to it. So yeah. if, you know, I, I might see a few things that are just out of place or not good. Whereas someone else may not notice them at all or just not care at all because they're, they're so into it that that's not what's important to them. But Hmm. so, yeah, it's kind of (laughs) rough. I mean, but outside of writing, you've got some other things you're working on too, that we've talked about. I mean, you don't have to go too, too in, in depth, but you might as well spill the beans. So you're speaking this in the universe. You are holding yourself accountable now with however many people watch this. Yes. The, Along um, with publishing. publishing so books. are you talking about like the app or the card game or both? <laughs> yeah, both. Both. Yeah. I've, um, I, I don't want to speak too much about the, the app because I genuinely do think that that's going to go somewhere. Yeah. And I, I don't want to, you know, I, I, I don't want to put it out and have, someone else recognize just how absolutely incredible it's going to be yeah and kind of beat me to it but yeah um learn, you're excited te- about it yeah i really am but like teaching yourself to code is uh is hard and that's yeah <laughs> like <laughs> which which i i figured it would be you know people make whole careers out of it but man it's that's definitely Definitely a hurdle. I mean, yeah, you're doing this from scratch. Like, it's truly right. a grassroots thing you're um, trying to make. Yeah, and and that's that kind of goes back to the creativity too. Is one day I just had this thought of, you know, like this idea for a mobile game, and I told a couple people about it, and they said, yeah, that that is something. Um, <coughs> worth pursuing so is that a burp yeah i tried to hold it back i don't know if no, you should have let it rip no nah, i just i think i've only genuinely burped like six or so times in my life aside from you know being a burped as a baby but i i don't even recall those times okay. so maybe i didn't even burp who knows but do you just hold it back um no i think it just it dies in my throat I, I don't powerful. know how to, yeah, it's just such as <laughs> life, you know, but, yeah. <clears throat> and people have like, you, you know, people, you, how to make yourself burp, right? Yeah. So I can't this do is funny. That. Neither can I, we talk, talk about this at work. People are like, you can't make yourself burp and they like swallow some air and like burp the ABCs. And I'm like, right. No, you can't. How, what are you doing? <laughs> that's, and that's just like. I, I can't comprehend how you can force your body to do that because I can't. I don't get it. Like I like I just like you just take in air and then make it come back. Like how do you do that? <laughs> yeah, I don't it just that. it doesn't make sense to me. I, I've tried before and it just kind of doesn't work. No, it doesn't. So it doesn't. some people can do that. Some people can write books. It's just we all we all have our our strengths and that is not one of mine so when are you gonna when are you going to have the app completed you think uh who knows <laughs> i, I, I ideally it would be great if i could do that all in a year because if i knew, had the ability to code i could probably do it in like a month because it's it's like just like going over it in my head all the mechanics of, like of the game and how long how long everything would actually be 
it's it's not that complicated not super mechanically intensive yeah right but it, i mean it, it's a simple idea but that's i think why it's so good it's right and, and like you you know what it is so you you kind yeah. of have a little more insight on it but it's especially because it's a lot of the the coding would have to do with like touch screen mm-hmm. so i mean like you you do like an input and then this happens <clears throat> that that's pretty much all it's going to be just over and over so it's not like the most intense thing like coding wise but i just don't know how to do it <laughs> so well it, it, if i knew well, it it would it wouldn't take very long but since i don't i i guess it's just it all depends how quickly i'm able to grasp coding yeah um so who knows yeah, what about the card a, game? A, a year would be great the card game's different because um e- easier because there there's less I guess technical things to do. It's kind of work out the game, make the cards, and then you know make make the make the art and everything, and then get it printed. Because there there's a lot of like places. Excuse me, that um it died in my throat. That um will just you you give them the money and they'll print you like a not not sample. But um, I guess like a beta version of your game, like like a first copy print of it, yeah, and then can just go from there, see what happens. That it if I get all the cards made and everything, maybe a few months. It, I, it depends what the back and forth with the um with the publisher would be like. But, I mean, we talked quite a while one day about that, and yeah. you basically got it fleshed out. Like you've got all the game mechanics fleshed out, right? All and, the intricate details. Yeah, and <laughs> even some, I guess, naming systems. So uh-huh. to to make all the cards and everything would would be pretty easy. Uh, I would just have to find a way to find all the art for these instead of just you know Google image stand-ins yeah <clears throat> true but yeah i mean i'm excited for both of those things because specifically the app i genuinely think what it like is a, a good idea to pursue definitely um and i i feel like that holds some merit considering how hard i am on myself with all my uh you know creative endeavors yeah. so f- for me to to think that it could go somewhere as long as I do it right um, means, you know, it's worth doing. Definitely. And the the card game, I guess, would be more of a, a for fun thing. Uh, specifically, just get the first copy printed and then, mm-hmm. you know, it, it would be like a nice thing when, when uh, I go play board games and stuff. It's like we could play the game that I made and then yep. actually have it. <clears throat> it would be pretty cool. Maybe we'll have another episode about that. We can talk about once it's out. Our, yeah, I can I can send stuff. you a copy. We can play. That'd, that'd be pretty sick. That would be kind of sick. And um, and I mean it. Oh, I, I guess I could do kind of like a tie-in thing with the uh with the swarm story. So, I haven't thought about that. That's before. true. A few eggplants here or there. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> was it egg? It was grapefruits. <laughs> That's what it was. Which are not eggplants at all. They're, not at all (laughs) they're they're not even purple they're see i think in my head because i say grape for grapefruit as everyone else does i just think purple because you know full on eggplant with it (laughs) yeah it's just why why not completely butcher it mentally (laughs) for sure yeah yeah just go ahead just jump off the cliff yeah um so how can people stay in touch with you or follow along with your journey with everything you're doing. Oh, I don't want people to talk to me at all or keep in touch with me ever. I um, I just, I'm not a people person. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> but um, I, I have started putting some of my writings on the internet, which is a big thing for me because I haven't done that. Proud uh, of you with that. That that is big. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Again, there. just not even to get feedback but to do it so 
Good I, I guess kind of kind of like a confidence booster, or mm-hmm. I guess like a taking down a barrier, because now regardless if it's good or not, people are going to read it. Yeah, and that I had I just haven't done that before. Um, I I only have one thing so far posted. It's good though. You want me to drop that? You want me to drop the link in? Yeah, that, that that's fine. It, that that cool. one is a lot more personal than what most of uh most of what I write, but <laughs> yeah. it's good. Yeah, I think so. I I <laughs> uh I enjoyed writing it for sure. So other than uh other than your personal Facebook where you talk about people looking to target parking lot or in a coffee shop, uh, can people follow you on Instagram? Is that your favorite? I know you don't post much on there, but I oh yeah, I haven't posted on Instagram on there. in a while. I get. I guess the deviant art would be the best because that's that's the one I know for sure. I'm going to regularly post to whether it just be writing, um, these random writings, okay, or not. Did I tell you about the naming system that I found for them? I'm pretty sure I told you. How they they were. For for my postings, um, I kind of for the first one, I it's kind of a play on um. On oh, an, you did on yeah. an epic poem. And I thought that was kind of cool, so that's what that's what I'm gonna do for all of them until I run out of puns. But do you want to go over them on here, or you just want to wait till they come out? Off the top of my head, well, I I just think Paradise Found, which is a play on Paradise Lost. I I just think that sounds cool regardless, even if it wasn't a play on. Just yeah, it really. Encap- encapsulates what I was going for too. I just think it's a solid title for what I wrote. Definitely. And be- because it was a pun on Paradise Lost, I just searched up a few uh, epic poem names and it turns out a lot of them could be kind of changed or spun into titles for these stories about my life. Which... I, I don't even give myself credit for. I just think when they when they made the titles, like they 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 those poems are very aptly titled, like for sure. And then I'm stealing them and pretending that I was smart in changing them. <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, off the well, top of my head, Paradise Found was the first one off Paradise Lost. Um. I, I'm pretty sure. Do you sure remember, it's pre- do you, you used to listen to Club Paradise all the time? And you just text me Club Paradise randomly. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, that, that's so funny that the first thing's titled Paradise. Uh, yeah, Paradise Lost. That's great. Um, so there was that one. There's the the Ides of the Jester, the, the Idols of the Jester, which is a play on the Idols of the King. Um, which kind of talks about what we touched on briefly with the uh, the drug use. Oh, what were the other ones? There, there were a couple of really good ones that, when I thought of it, I was really proud of myself for being able to steal so accurately. They're in their text messages somewhere. Yeah, they're they're in there somewhere. But I, I, I just think that as far as like a title goes, they, they just what, what I would be going for, like I guess theme and theme wise, uh, they, they just hit it right on, right on the mark. So. You like you know what you're getting into before you even read it. For sure. First one's good. I'm gonna drop that one in the link for wherever we post this. Still don't really know how that's gonna go, but we're gonna what, get what, God, out. what what was the question? Oh, where can they reach me? Scotty Seashells is kind of the the name that I'm at Scotty Seashells. At Scotty Seashells. I'll I, drop I, that too because I wish I could do I have that on Instagram? Is that Pretty me? Sure. Pretty sure, yeah. I don't know you who have, else like, would. Or because you keep forgetting your passwords or something. Yeah, probably. That that's that sounds like me. Yeah, I went through like unfollowing people the other day, and just like companies that like I don't I don't need that. Yeah. Random con- on the like, on the ground. I don't need consumer content, and I found like three of yours that I'm following. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> so I I don't know when I made those, but over the last couple of years, I have every single username and password in the notes tab in my phone that's impressive yeah i mean there's a lot of like and there's there's probably a much better way to like keep those 
but um, they're just like in a note in my phone. That's impressive. That person goes back to like high school. Which one? It's Tyler Mush or something like that. T- oh, T Mush. T Mush. Yeah. yeah. T dot Mush. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. that one's in there. Yeah, I I think there's like forty of them in there. Forty. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's my logins for everything, like all, all the some social medias, okay. my emails, like my um my fidelity account, like just, it's just everything. My like my my Capital One car insurance payment. Yeah, there's a better system. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it's just I started off this way, and I'm stubborn, and that's just the way I'm gonna keep doing it. Fair enough. Until someone, think- until someone steals my phone and is able to log into everything, I'm gonna assume that this is a good way to do it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, yeah, I want to thank you for coming on here and kind of sharing some of the deep stuff that I know you don't talk about often. Yeah. And I know you try probably not to think about often. Um, yeah, it, it's definitely not the highlight of like my upbringing, but I, I mean, I went through it. It's part of. It helped me, you know, get to where I am now. And so. I know you're proud of yourself of how you got out of that. I mean, I mean, dude, yeah, the things because the it, things you've done in the last five years, pretty impressive. Thanks, I appreciate it. Nice but it's it, it's more it. of. I don't know. Like, I'm I'm proud of myself that I was able to pull myself out of that, especially with the understanding of not everyone is able to. Um, yeah. So, definitely a definitely a good time now that I was able For to sure. get past it. Well, we are running over a little over an hour, which honestly, I had no expectation for this at all since this is the first one, but. I yeah, I picked a better person to start it off with. I legitimately didn't think I'd be able to say things for more than like twenty minutes. <laughs> we did a pretty because, good job. Well, you know, I uh, you you framed things really well, so it was easy to to give my opinion on things. Open any questions, man. That's what they teach you in the old sales jobs. The old sales jobs. <laughs> well, cool deal, man. Well, thank you for joining me. I hope everyone enjoyed this as much as i did even just talking to you um and i hope it brought value to at least one person because that's really just the goal um everyone go get a medium roast Uh, don't don't order it the way that you ordered it though there there are so many fluff words just say a a tall grande or venti however much coffee you need that doesn't make sense but also it doesn't pike's post pike's roast whatever yeah, just Pike's place. I don't even know. Medium roast with right. a one pump of white chocolate mocha sauce. Yeah, if anyone says of, white mocha sauce, that's like it just it sounds that? gross that way. It sounds disgusting. Just, just say I want a I want a tall medium roast. They don't whatever they have brewed is fine. If you say Pike's place, who who cares? It's going to taste the same. A, a medium roast um, with white mocha and heavy cream. You don't. Just just cut out the fluff words. And if you order an Olay and they tell you they don't know what it is, um, just don't get coffee there. Because <laughs> it, it's half coffee, half milk. Here I'm we gonna, go. I'm going to, ooh, ooh. Anyway. We'll, we'll, should, we'll end it on that. Yeah, that's we, we need the ooh. Well, thanks again, dude. I appreciate you so much, man. Love you, dude. Thanks for jumping in on this with me. Absolutely. Always good to, All right, dude. to talk to you. Always. All right. I'll see you later. All right. Bye, man. I don't know how to end this. I just, I think.